you guys remember that from your childhood though like um outgrowing your friends i never had a friend right yeah couldn't be me he didn't outgrow and i didn't have friends so uh... <laughs> brunch hit it boys Okay, big episode. Got a lot to get to. We're doing what's your cookie of choice? Chocolate chip or oatmeal raisin? You're going to find a lot of people, they'll make fun of oatmeal raisin cookies. They'll say they don't even like them. And the other people who say that they don't like them, uh, we tricked them. Because Ooh. we said that they were chocolate chip and they actually ate oatmeal raisin. Oh, it was that blind taste test. Yes. It was a big... T- is there... I think chocolate chip or uh, oatmeal cookies being bad is like the number one. Oh, you think you're cool for that take? Take? A, it's wrong. Um, o- oatmeal raisin cookies rule. Well, they're they're fine. They are fine. I think that the, big, the biggest issue that comes with oatmeal raisin cookies, and I just alluded to it, it's is not a, chocolate a chip lot cookie. of the times you think that it's a chocolate chip. Like it, You're coming in thinking that you're getting a chocolate chip cookie, and then you get up close or you take a first bite, and you're like, fuck, this is oatmeal raisin. I'll tell you, that was just like a bit to start the show to be like, hey, we got a lot of stuff on this show, and then talk about like a very basic lame discussion, but now I am guaranteed to be going to get a cookie <laughs> right after this probably gonna eat like five cookies uh we didn't talk we we got randy on this episode hold on uh we got a uh a person from stranger things on this episode not saying who it is no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers this entire episode (laughs) oh uh there will for sure be spoilers in that conversation but the guest her self himself is we're waiting to drop that at the very last second so you just assume throughout the flayed monsters gender that's no pretty problematic and uh maybe it's the demogorgon but wait the demogorgon's not in this season yes it's in the end (laughs) told you there's gonna be spoilers so stuff like that folks you gotta watch out for the spoilers they're gonna pop up from time to time uh but in addition to our surprise stranger things guest we saw spider-man we did not see midsommar but our guest saw midsommar and talked us into seeing it Apparently, if we're going to be people who talk about all the movies, you know, you know that I get pissed when people say, "Oh, that win album of the year," and when someone didn't hear it, I'm like, "Because it was good, you person that didn't listen to it." You can't do that with movies either. You got to see all the nominated ones. You got to see all the great ones. And this person has told us that we have to see Midsommar, even though it's supposedly very, very scary. Maybe I might just honestly go with you. And I'm like, going tonight, so. Seems like I'm working. Yeah, so bummer. Maybe I'll see it tomorrow morning. But uh, so we're gonna see that for for next week. Um, and uh, yeah, we saw we saw Spider Man two, two. Yep, Spider Man two. Yeah, I know that's what it's that's what it's called. Uh, before we will we'll jump into that in a sec. First, uh, you didn't see it. I did. Uh, Aziz put out a new special on Netflix. And um, it was okay. It was fine. He talks about the misconduct thing. Heard he comes uh, 
comes right out of the bat, like pretty pretty early on. He talks about it. Yes, he says that somebody recognized him, and they were like, "Yo, uh, Master of None." Yeah, that's me. And he's like, uh, "Tree self." Yeah, that's me. Parks Rec. Yeah, that's me. Oh, because they, they mistook him for another Indian actor, yeah. and uh, th- then they're like, uh, "Sexual misconduct." And he's like, "No, that was the other guy." So it was like <laughs> pretty funny joke. And then he uh, talks about uh, he just talks about that whole thing, and it wasn't good. It wasn't bad he just basically says that uh it, it's made him reassess a bunch of stuff and it's made his friends reassess a bunch of stuff he didn't say like black or white like this happened this didn't happen she did this i did this whatever um which i think was probably Smart. for the best yes. just like let it not necessarily die but like let it exist everyone it's there see and... the situation learn from it right um but uh, overall, the this, this special's okay. My biggest issue, uh, and you share this with me, I cannot stand the Metallica t-shirt fashion trend that has been going on for the last five to ten years. And in this, Aziz, who always wears tux or really nice suits, uh, tuxes or really nice suits, wears a... Um, he wears a like a, a Ride the Lightning shirt that's clearly from like... 84 <laughs> no no it's like it looks like it was vintage and he probably paid like a thousand dollars for it i'm like man i'm not saying that you that i don't think that you like metallica but i know you for all these other things and you talk about everything that you like and i haven't heard word one about you liking metallica's second album and also like i know you put a ton of thought into your attire true and, like, you are very much a fashion person and so you made a very conscious decision that you were going to wear that Metallica shirt during the special. Right. Especially with it being a special. Yes. Uh, it was. So it wasn't his greatest stuff, uh, but he does have uh, he has very good commentary on. I didn't think that his last special was was really good either. Well, he I mean, it's he hasn't reinvent. He's reinvented himself uh, in acting more so than he has in comedy. Yeah. Where like he can do different things in acting, but comedically, it's and he touches on this uh, how like he can't make R. Kelly jokes anymore, and that used to be like all of his material. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, that's just like what he used to do. He'd be like, "I was at a club, blah blah," and then R. Kelly came out, and it was crazy, and I was like, "You haven't heard of that, man!" Like that's his whole kind of thing. Uh, just quickly shouts out to me. I kind of did an Aziz Ansari impression there without doing a southern accent which i don't think is offensive to do a southern accent no. but i just i did accent free but i think that you could tell there that i was going for aziz ansari so there you go pat on the back uh, uh very good out, out the episode being pretty problematic now you uh what did i do a redemption arc uh, you assumed the gender of the that's guest, right and now you've had a redemption arc and now you're back to being problematic regular steve harrington over <laughs> yeah. here Spoiler number two, bay bay. Um, oh, quick, quick shouts out to Kawhi Leonard. Uh, what it do, baby, is the best thing in the world. It's it's so great because Kawhi Leonard could not give a shit or like have any less of an idea of what makes a meme or <laughs> or just like he was in no shape or form going for uh, virality with what it do, baby, and it has just become. Uh, very authentically the greatest thing of the summer that uh, what to do baby is the song of the summer yes i totally agree i i've uh i've always like done a thing or not always but like last few years where 
I'll just randomly throw like bay bay at the end of uh, my texts or tweets, but it's never been something that I said or like knew what it was even sounded like in my head. Just it was basically like an indicator of this is tongue in cheek. And then I saw what it do baby. And I was like, oh man, like actually tagging something with baby is the funniest thing in the world. Oh yeah. I like, I mean, I hated when Kawhi did uh, the second laugh. So the first laugh. But the, he did it to mock the first laugh or like poke fun at the first laugh. And I thought that that was fun. But it was so bad. He did. It sounded so horrible. Anyway, shouts out Kawhi. Shouts out for the players taking over the NBA and being like, yo, doesn't matter who's over, who's under contract. We are just going to make whatever teams happen we want. And at the end of all of this, the league is like super even and yeah. spread out and awesome. like every team now has two good players i'm so excited for for this season it's wild like i you saw uh like i i don't i don't like that uh Kawhi can just call paul george and say hey want to do me a favor demand a trade <laughs> yeah. and then we'll both go to this place and thunder fans have to be like oh well my team did the right stuff and they signed the player and they got the player and now because he got a phone call even though he's under contract we don't get this player anymore so i think that's things but i I think it's very impressive and maybe lucky uh because if Kawhi makes one different decision if he goes to the lakers then there is that super team but i think it's funny that the players took over the league or doing whatever they want and it has ended up actually leaving the landscape of the nba looking awesome it also helps that i think that the clay tore his acl like that like right. the warriors would have been a lot stronger had right they still had steph clay and draymond and d'angelo russell now and d'angelo russell i love that they got d'angelo russell i want them to be the team that that gets in the lakers and clippers face like i i would love for that dynasty to keep happening um despite teams uh trying to kind of load up anyway there's the half-hearted sports talk for the (laughs) show uh we saw oh no i want to say on aziz uh he had very good commentary on uh white people jumping over each other to prove they're the most woke he had a line there he was like uh shoot uh I can't tell if it's offensive for me to recall well, it, but he was, was, it, he was, was he, it the one where where it was like um a, I didn't like Crazy Rich Asians when I first saw it, but now I oh I no saw, okay no he said uh, he said that like people were I forget they they were sitting near him and they were talking about something and they kept going out of their way to say like oh well this is offensive well this oh well you can't say this because this is offensive blah blah he said he wanted to cut them off and be like all right just call me like whatever like racial term or like just 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 go back to when everyone just didn't even think about the stuff and were awful to me because i'd rather hear you not speak like about how what great of people you are and his conclusion with it was like uh things don't start being racist once white people figure out that they're racist like they've always been bad and it's great that you're recognizing them and everything but you then make it about yourself and what a good person you are. And I think that there was some, there was, there was some truth in that. Uh, he, he had said the very, he had very good commentary on people trying to, to out uh, woke each other. And yeah, he does the bit on crazy rich Asians uh, about like people being afraid to say that they didn't like crazy yeah. rich Asians. He's like, yo, like that is, that's, that's, that's not solving the problem <laughs> to say like, I'm afraid to say that I didn't like it. It's just like, just treat everybody normally you 
idiots. Uh, so it was good. It wasn't the best, but it was it was good. Worth worth watching. I won't watch it again. The t-shirt thing drives me crazy. Uh, we saw Spider-Man 2. Everybody loves Spider-Man 2. Yes. Not the Tobey Maguire one. The Tom Holland. No, the second one. Yes. This one. Yeah. Yeah, right. right. Tony McGuire was the first one. Yeah, yes, it's correct. Actually, the second one is the uh, the Andrew Garfield one. Oh, right. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Three. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, is Emma Emma Stone's not in this one. Emma Stone is not in this one. Zen, Zendaya. 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 Uh, one of those. Right. She, uh, her character hasn't changed. No. she's she, Her character hasn't changed in like anything that she's been in. She uh, She's in Euphoria, that mm-hmm. new show on HBO, which is really good. I like it a lot. She basically plays the same character. And indifferent. Yeah. Indifferent, like a little dark, a little like a little sassy. She's great in everything. I think that she's a, a really good actress. I just think that mm, show me a little something different. Uh, what did you think of Spider-Man 2? I thought that Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Hey, they complained about ads again. They complained about ads again. And uh, we got... Everyone's mad at us again. It was because the thing last time when we sang, they, they got mad that we were overtly complaining about the read like while the doing man. it. What you you thought... I, I, thought that, I thought that Spider-Man 3 was... Wait for it. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? The best live-action Spider-Man that has ever been made. Oh, oh, baby, oh, baby. I have a special place in my heart for the uh, Spider-Man One and Spider-Man One Point Two, the Tobey Maguire ones. Hmm. Second half of Spider-Man of Spider-Man One. Yes, yes. Spider-Man 1 Part 2. Right, the B-side of Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, I thought that I think that those two are, are really, really strong. I don't think that they age as well um, as... This one might not age well either, but I, I don't know. I, I think that this one was more complete and uh, a better overall movie than any of the ones before it. It's a great film. Yes. Seriously, no complaints about it. Uh, I always say this with uh, superhero movies. If I liked it legitimately as a movie, I think that it counts so much more because it can reach people who legitimately could not care one f about uh, superhero movies. I could, I'll watch this movie multiple times. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think that you you also have to give it credit for like we got to be approaching a point where like. There, there is some superhero exhaustion, oversaturation, oversaturation. Yeah. yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Like, like oversaturation. Yes, it has been done relentlessly for like the past five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, mm. and somehow Marvel just keeps nailing it and like crushing it out of the park. And I think that this is probably this is a top ten Marvel movie uh, during this run, and that's oh, for sure. saying a lot, and and possibly top five. Uh, so this is one of the strongest ones for and this it's, run. It's amazing for this run. I think, uh, tell me ones I'm, I'm missing, but I think that it's, this say, movie, it's top, you, does it, it have to be live action? That's cause I, I mean, can't decide whether the into the spider verse. Oh, I can't decide. That's not, Mar- that's not Marvel or it's not like the okay. Marvel's MCU. Cause I, I can't decide whether I like this more than into the spider verse. I, I, I do. I, I like into the spider verse more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same. Uh, uh, I this I w- was... But I would say uh top five non, uh, non Avengers category. 
Okay. Like if you take well, away, if you take I away fucking Endgame don't know what that means. Infinity War. <laughs> 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 anyway, Endgame and Infinity War. I would say that this is a top five Marvel movie. I. Are the what are those? Are those songs? You blipped. Oh, I blipped. Man, I'll tell you. When we talk to Randy, I try to think of the term blip, which is something in this, and I can't do it. There's a twist. Pete can't do it either. (laughs) Bigger twist. Randy hasn't seen the movie, doesn't know what we're talking about, and in what becomes a trend during that interview, doesn't say anything. Randy, off. We're cutting that out. No, we'll we'll cut that out. I'll edit the interview. You edit the beginning, and I think that we're both going to have equal work to do. Um... Uh, in the interview, I can't remember the word blip. He can't remember the word blip. Huge twist. Uh, the Stranger Things person doesn't know what we're talking about and hasn't seen that movie. So, I don't know. We got like 15 minutes. We, we don't know if it'll get like cut out or what. But there's a, a good good while where we're trying to think of what the word blip means. Uh, people just disappear in this movie, which I think is is cool. I mean, the, the visuals in general. Did you not see... an? Either of the Avengers? Definitely not. What well, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> so the, it's like the the like the blip and the people disappearing is literally like the entire basis of the Avengers. I know thing. they disappear at the end of Ant Man Two. Is that what is Ant Man Two called the Avengers? No, but it's part of the. Is, is that like a nickname? The, is this all the slang? Marvel Cinematic Universe throwing around Marvel slurs? <laughs> In in Avengers, it's called the snap. And okay. In uh, Spider Man, it's called the blip, and it's the same thing. And when, when's it called the clap? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, what is it? How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Um, uh, so people blip. They, they just come. Right, so that, that's not an impressive thing. No. It if, if I to say everybody, that that it happens so, to half the universe. Okay. I was going to say between that and. Uh, the, the visuals are incredible in awesome. this movie. The, Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic. The, the Jake Gyllenhaal. So Jake Gyllenhaal has uh, these scenes where the, like I said, visuals are incredible. He's got these projectors that are making all these uh, crazy things happen. And I'll tell you, the special effects ain't bad either. You're the worst. I I spent probably like four days trying to figure out how to word that. That I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is a fantastic looking person. He looks outstanding. Yes, he he said the special effects ain't bad either. (laughs) Uh, Power ranking of of looks in this movie: Jake Gyllenhaal number two, number one is still uh, Marissa Tomei, who is just never even thinking about losing it. No, no, not in a single second of the day has she ever considered, hey, maybe I will not murder this pair of jeans. Right. Yeah. You know what? She's not once thought, what if I were to slow down a little bit? Aunt, no. Aunt May, I have a crumble, please. Yes. So uh, she she rules. Um, what are my other notes? Oh, here's I got two big notes from this movie. Does anybody want to do anything less than Spider-Man wants to be spider-man nope this kid which is hates that he's spider-man which is hilarious because in the first one he liked nothing more than being spider-man and just like was any given opportunity he wanted Mm. to be spider-man he wanted to join the avengers he finally made it in the avengers he does not want any part of being spider-man uh my number two note uh spider-man really seems to blame 
his lack of luck with the ladies on the fact that he's Spider-Man. Uh, he'll be like, there'll be uh, out at a thing together as a class. And he's like, oh, this is when I'll finally sit next to MJ. And then I'm going to tell her how I feel. And it's going to be great. And they're like, Spider-Man, we need you. And he was like, oh, man, I was totally going to do all those <laughs> things that I was just going to say. Oh, whoops, got to go. And then they're like, actually, you know what? We've got other people here. We don't know. He's like, no, no, I'm coming. I'm already on the I'm, way. I'm, I'm, I, I can't. Okay, fine. And he does that like five <laughs> times throughout the movie, doesn't he? I think so. He gives me like, oh, this is what was going to happen with uh, with MJ. I got this whole plan. Right. So uh, here is my tip, fellas. If uh, you're not exactly killing it in the love department, say you're Spider-Man. Spider <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that he packed his Spider-Man uh, costume. Oh, he definitely didn't. He put a note on yeah, there that he, was like, from Aunt May. Hey, Aunt May, can I borrow? Can I borrow like something that you wrote on so I can copy your handwriting and, and forge a note to he myself? Clearly, I mean, he's like an awkward high school kid who's afraid to talk to the girl he likes, and but he just won't admit it. He yeah. just totally put. So if anybody's like, if someone's like, "Hey, how's it going? You seen anybody?" Just be like, eh. it's kind of been like four years, but you know, fuck. I, I wish I wasn't Spider Man. <laughs> am I? Am I right? Ugh. Uh, do you think that that John Favreau has like a clause in every con contract that he has that he has to, to gain or lose weight? No, that he has to just bang women that are completely out of his league. Oh, just I mean, coming off a of chef. Right. I don't know if that's the last movie that he that he's made, but I mean, oh, I think so. Johansson. I think a movie like eight years ago was his last movie. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and uh, Sofia Vergara, and then he's just like, oh yeah, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, and I'm gonna add that to the list. He does. Who do you think he's gonna? He's not in The Lion King, right? Uh, no, he's just directing it. I was gonna say he's gonna like make up a character for himself that like has an affair with Nala, and we're like, oh, <laughs> like you could get Nala, like you get grown up Nala, dude. Okay, Favreau. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the other thing is, uh, I I said I've said that Mark Wahlberg chooses uh the movies that will get him in the best shape. Yeah, I think that Favreau chooses movies that let him yo-yo diet. Yeah, so it's like, yo, that. this better make me either really fat. Or I guess not like super time? skinny. Yeah, what was the last time he was skinny? I think that he's just really choosing roles that allow him to eat. Was it just like in and the 90s he was fine and then he's gained yeah, weight over the years? I think so. Yeah. Okay, maybe he hasn't. And I think now he, he's also not only choosing projects, but creating projects that allow him to get fatter hmm. in the chef show. Hell yeah. Um, he uh, No Michael Mando in this one. Yes, but does he die in the what was the one you're talking about? The Instigators? Yes, yeah. he the uh the pretenders the, the right the the fantastic the pretenders yeah uh no uh so there is a uh faction of the Spider-Man comics called the uh the sinister sinister six oh of course and yeah who doesn't love those right. you got saying you got to explain this to Chicago, you Chicago New York Boston <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Uh, yes, the original Sinister Sticks. Um, Michael Mando's character is part of that group, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is also in that. Oh, okay. So, so Michael Man, so he hasn't blipped or anything. No, I wish that he were still in this. Uh, you mentioned how people look. Uh, what's this kid's name? Tom. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I probably commented on this in the last one. He's like just a very in shape kid who keeps doing the, oh, I'm not strong. I'm scrawny. And they keep doing scenes where it's like, what's this little asshole going to be able to do? And I'm like, yo, 
if I went to high school with that kid, he'd be like the most in shape kid at my high school. Yeah, he's like high school in shape, but not not adult in shape. That's oh, that's fair. He's high school in shape. Yes. Okay, and he's I mean he's his friend isn't in shape, so maybe <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, I will say the I back to my argument for why this is the best uh the best Spider Man yet. I I think that the cast of characters that they have in this one is way stronger. Uh, than any of the ones in, in, in the previous installments. Like in, in the first couple, uh, in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans and, and obviously the Andrew Garfield ones, it's basically just about Spider-Man. And, okay. And this one, it's very much about like about uh, the Spider-Man universe. and the- his his uh, like entourage and the people around him. Oh, okay, I, I thought you were going to say like, because th- this movie for me feels like it's, part of the whatever they call MC. it disney world yeah it's, uh, a, it's a, definitely a broader uh broader universe okay right it's that his I, existence is part of a uh, bigger thing right yes but i also i also think that the, the the parts just directly around him are much much stronger than they were in any of the other previous spider-mans so i agree with that uh, so do people know shouts out doc ock though so, so, yes. sorry to, very very strong villain uh who plays doc ock um ah oh, shoot what's that guy's name he was in um he's a well-known guy though yes uh alfred molina yes um so do people know when they're watching this that uh jake gyllenhaal is going to be a bad guy yeah i mean mysterio if you follow the comics and stuff is is a well-known villain oh see i i'll tell you that was a twist for me it, it wasn't a i mean it it was because I'm not that familiar with with the comics and stuff, but I knew that that he was the cast as a villain. Okay, and uh, I also knew that the movie would have been over in like 70 minutes. Right, had the twist not happened, it's just like he's like a nice adult friend that Spider Man has. Right, right. like I, Drake and Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah. I also think that uh, that like had it ended without the twist, and that was just the end of the movie probably would have been like a pretty fine movie right like it, I, it was really good through the first it was just like minutes. the whole it was like an entire movie of spider-man being caillou and being like but i don't want to be spider-man <laughs> and then you're like and then it ends it's like oh he never really had to be that spider-man that much <laughs> and the, that's the end of the movie uh how long the, the movie was it was over two hours right i think it was, it like, was like 150 slightly over two hours yeah that was man i again i got uh i got no no complaints very very good movie shall we get to our secret guest yes but first are you ready for some sports talk i said are you ready for some sports talk oh yeah well guess what baseball season baseball season is in full swing and placing a wager on baseball has never been more exciting than with betonline.ag this week I'm watching the American League versus the National League because it is All-Star Week. And guess what? Because you're a loyal listener of this podcast, which is called Brunch, and CLNS Media, which is uh, the whatever the above umbrella term is for this. You know it. Uh, we are giving you an yeah. extra 50% yeah. added onto your sports betting bankroll when you go to clnsmedia.com slash bet on brunch. Punch it in. And use promo code CLNS50. The best part is 
the bucks. <laughs> the best part is the bonus will be added onto your balance within $50. Again, support our podcast by going to clnsmedia.com slash bet on brunch and using promo code CLNS50 for that extra 50%. $500. A minimum deposit of $25 is required to qualify for the 50% bonus. Please see Bet Online's general rules for additional terms and conditions regarding the bonuses. Add on the conditions. And 50%. Pile them on. That's $500. CLNS Media. Not $500. An extra 50% of the bankroll. Just to clarify, so that people don't get mad at us, it's not $500 of free money. It's an extra 50%. Uh, And you have to go to clnsmedia.com slash betonbrunch using the promo code CLNS50. Five. Double zero. Back to the show. Randy. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was a big surprise. We were teasing. We had a special Stranger Things guest. Didn't say who. And there was a bit of a buzz. People weren't sure. Who could it be? Who could possibly it be? Well, let's find out if we made the right choice. I'll tell you, Randy, uh, this was the best season. Pete, do you think best season yet? Uh, I'll always have season one as like a special place in my heart. But I thought this season was fantastic. Well, spectacular. Better than season two. Pete uh, so. is an old uh, romanticizing guy. Uh, I, I loved it. Great season. Uh, let's get into some complaints. I don't like <laughs> oh, the kids Jesus. kissing. Don't like the kids kissing. Well, kids also, kiss. also don't run my experience. Also, don't <laughs> like the thirsty moms at the pool. If I wanted a sex show, I would quite frankly watch How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, if we're go- if we're talking about uh, sex and sexy moms at the pool, hmm. I don't like how Billy is portrayed as the hottest person in the world. Because you know what? You know who's not that hot? Billy. He's just fine. He's fine. His hair isn't that good. Like if you live in the same town as Steve Harrington, right. you are not the hottest person in your town. Uh, another complaint. Too much music. We get it. You can afford the music now. Second Season two, they were like, yo, we got a little bit of money. Let's play some music that's of the times. I was like, yo, I appreciate that. You got a real Freaks and Geeks vibe going. Shouts out you. Now, every three minutes, I got a new song. Although uh, some of it, I mean, it, it was all songs I was happy to hear. But I felt like they were just kind of shoving it down my throat. Out the yeah. best music, the best use of music was uh, Neutron Dance when Alexi is getting away, yeah. and yeah. Hopper is totally letting it happen, and he gets in the car, and it's Neutron Dance. Just a little, a little shout to science there and Alexi. The first couple episodes were and for the sure sisters. them just flexing that they can that they can afford music now. I don't uh, know how we were able to afford Weird Al's My Bologna, but. Well, we're, we're going to be talking about that scene in a bit. But right now we're complaining and we've got no complaints about that scene. Another complaint. Uh, too much product placement. So much product placement in this year's uh, in this year's thing. And that's how they afford the music. What was it? We Orange twice? They music, were... guys. <laughs> yeah, true. Someone's got to pay for the music. It was the uh, the new Coke. Was it Orange Slice? They were t- oh, that's right. It was Coca-Cola they yes. were doing. OK, so Coke. much new Coke. I see. Uh, 
and then like with the with oh yeah the slurpees that's yes. right yeah Seven Eleven, burger king uh and then there was basically like every scene in the mall was just like a lot of old school i don't even know if that counts as product placement no it doesn't because a lot, of, doesn't, a lot were, of business are yeah they're out of yeah, business, out of, out of business. <laughs> but some of them were in business they and, used uh, their remaining money that they yes. said well, one when they sold their business and closed up shop and like filed like whatever stuff whatever money they had left uh years later they paid yeah for, Sam, they spent money for advertising. Sam Goody has been sitting on uh, on that like few hundred thousand dollars. This for, is gonna give for the them, last thirty years just to revive themselves. In strange. This things. is gonna give them the nostalgia push that uh, that they need. What else you got? For well, I mean, the last big one is Hopper had a mustache. Get your own look, drunk. Hasn't Hopper always had a mustache? Well, he's had a beard. So oh, yeah, true. technically yeah, he yep. has a mustache. Mustache but, uh, is new. But they they made him full mustache. How do you feel about that, Randy? Because that's that's in your street corner. Hmm. He's he's Whoopi Goldberging with the glasses right now. He's flipping them down, throwing the eyes out. Hmm. Randy, what what are your complaints from season three? <laughs> uh, not enough, Mister Clark. I agree with that one as well, especially after that intro. I mean, you got the intro yeah. of all intros. It yeah. when when you do that scene is memeability planned there because that that is the the most memeable scene from the season probably in the series like the reveal the shooting you from the the ground basically the garage coming up and you're just standing there in this awesome getup uh yeah i don't know if i don't know if if um uh memeability was in in their like planning stages but uh uh they definitely gave me the rock star entrance which which i appreciate that was like a wwe entrance where it's yeah. like oh shit that's mr clark's music and the garage door coming up slowly well, it's like the whole the whole sequence right of like seeing him from behind and it's like somebody's working on something and then it's like he's painting a miniature so you're like oh, okay it's not it's nothing like scary and then he sort of turns and you've got like the uh the goggles the magnifying goggles on Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the garage door reveal. Um, all that, like, sort of build up. Uh, uh, much appreciated hmm. by me. What's the uh, process like of finding? I guess it's just wardrobe, but you know that in that scene, it matters so much how you look once it comes up. So, what was the process like of finding the perfect socks, shorts? I mean, you pulled off a polo, which. Huge congrats. That doesn't just happen. <laughs> 99% of people who wear polos don't look good in them. They just wear them because they're dumb people. You looked great in that polo. What was it like putting all that together? Randy's like, that was my polo. Thank you. It's like, that's uh, just one yeah, of my those polos. Are, those, are, I, those are my clothes. I just came from home and, and we just shot the scene. Um, no. Um, uh, yeah, they had, uh, we had, I had someone from costumes call me before I even knew I was in it. And they were like, how do you feel about short shorts? And I was like, are you sure I'm in this season? And they were like, yeah, we're pretty sure you're in this season. So I'm like, okay, great. Um, Short shorts are fine. Um, And then uh, when I went in for my fitting, uh, we tried a few different combinations. Um, I think the shoes and socks maybe stayed the same the whole time. Um, And we tried a couple different polos, a couple different color combinations. um, And uh, Shorts are yellow, right? The shorts are blue in the show, uh, but I did an Instagram post with like a full body shot of a different pair of shorts um, that uh, Amy Paris, our costume designer, uh, sent me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You got to try on a few different 
combinations of clothes just so the costume designer gets a good idea. And she of course sends those over to the Duffer brothers and then they, they make the final call on like what, uh, what they want to see. Um, uh, so I think those gold shorts are like a little bit shorter than the blue ones were. Um, and they were like, this is too much Randy thigh. I think it might've been just the color. Okay. Hmm. Cause uh, so the problem, boy, well, I mean, not, not sure, not short enough. I'll tell you. I mean, the, the short shorts thing, especially for the looking for the character of Scott, uh, we yep. know that he's kind of a nerdy guy and that is totally befitting of what a nerdy guy in the eighties, who's just cutting loose, painting some miniatures in the garage would be wearing. Yep. I mean, they, they nailed that look you, uh, you said there, are you sure I'm, I'm even in this season? Was that a legitimate thing? Like, did you know that this was going to be a summer vacation season? Because this takes place, obviously, uh, on the 4th of July. So you would think, upon hearing that, like, oh, shit, is the, is the teacher there? Yeah. Um, uh, I believe initially that Mr. Clark was not in the season. Um, and then uh, I think the Duffers and the writing staff were um, trying to figure out how Joyce was going to figure out the magnet thing. And then some genius was Let's like, call Mr. Him Randy, Mr. Clark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could, if I could take credit for the writing of the show, um, mm. uh, which I do, um, I write the show. Um, no. Yeah. Obviously someone, someone on the uh, writing staff was like, how about Mr. Clark? Although I got to say, I, that I do appreciate you being in stranger things, but I it would have been unbelievable had they been trying to figure out magnets and then all of a sudden Aaron Paul gets a cameo in Stranger Things. That would have been great. Ooh, bittersweet. Magnets. <laughs> You're like, uh, this is my livelihood, you <laughs> jackass. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll tell Aaron you Paul, the insane clown posse, whoever. They uh, they they played it right though. If not not by not having a lot of Randy, but I'm saying if they didn't have that scene in there, then there would be backlash. I talked about the memeability earlier. If like that would be a thing, why wasn't Mr. Clark in Stranger Things? Is Stranger Things becoming this or Strange Things becoming that? Um, I mean, it ended up, that that scene ruled, but that would have that would have blown if we had no if we had no Mr. Clark. Fortunately, I'm, I'm assuming in the future they'll be back in the classroom. That's a good name for the season. I, you can have that for free. Stranger Things Four, back in the classroom. Back in the classroom. Yeah, I love it. I love right. it. That's that's uh, that's brilliant. I'm gonna what pitch was, that. What was that like when you thought that uh, you might not be in the season? Uh, sad. Uh, you know, as an actor, you you just allow yourself a couple of days to feel sad about um, uh, any sort of rejection that happens that you're like super into. Um, but then you got to let it go. I had already let it go by this point, by the point when they were like, oh, yeah, no, you're going to be in it. Um, like I'd already talked to my agents and been like, OK, probably not going to happen, guys. Um, so, you know, um, let's let's just move on and mm. uh, start start trying to find me other stuff to do. Um, not to like not to like pick at the wound or anything, but being a guy who is who's there on the ground floor, that's got to be worse than being rejected from a movie or an audition that doesn't go well or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's all, it's all the same. It all, it all hits on the same like emotions. Um, mm. uh, anytime I don't get a job that I wanted to get is bad or it makes me feel bad. Um, 
even in like season one, you know, I was cast, I was originally cast in a different role. Did we ever talk about this? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I was originally cast in a different role. Dustin, huh? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was up for that one, but uh, didn't get it. Um, Too many. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, um, the role that I was originally cast in was cut during pre-production as they were just like trimming uh, the script. And they were like, we don't really need this character. Snip, snip. Who was it? What was it? Can you tell uh, us? It was going to be Jonathan's boss. Uh, like Jonathan worked at a movie theater and it was going to be his boss. And it was uh, like a, a similar character to Mr. Clark, which I think probably was a reason that it got cut. Cause they were like, why do we need these two sort of like supportive um uh, sort of almost teacher roles because Jonathan's boss at the movie theater was into photography. Hmm. And so um, uh, there's a scene where after Jonathan's camera gets broken by Steve, um, that he comes to his boss at the movie theater and his boss at the movie theater fixes his camera for him. Ah, I forgot about the camera getting uh, broken. That's because yeah. every when time Steve was a jerk. Yeah. Oh, I would. That's that's one of my notes. What a problematic redemption arc. <laughs> this guy has go, gone from breaking cameras, picking on people to now being like the accepting finds out that somebody's gay in the 80s and is like is like the, the, the progressive, nice, normal person. Man, it's it's almost unbelievable. But, somebody could come that far in like two years. Yeah. I, I know. No one ever learns like, lessons. <laughs> At least they uh, acknowledge the fact that he was like a scumbag. And he's he's one. John Mayer. He's a recovered douchebag. Yeah, he's yeah. a uh, yeah. He's a reformed douchebag. Yeah. But I mean, that's a good thing for you, Randy. That that they cut that because I, I, it's hard to imagine that that character would still have use in season three. Maybe they'd find a way to to bring him back. But like, Mister Clark is a pretty central and important person in season one, and that brought him to season two and season three. Uh, yeah, where would they be without old Mr. C? Yeah, and, and credit to you, uh, you did not die in season three, which is breaks the cold streak for you of dying in things after an awesome intro. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Great observation. So, uh, uh, we, never, yeah. we never talked to you about that. Huh? Yeah, just shouts out there. Duffer Brothers for not murdering me. Just on the old uh, text chain. But man, when I finally got to see you die... That was, I had tried so many times to see that movie. I think I was on my third or fourth ticket and I finally got there and I saw it in 3D and like the glass in your brains just came at me and it was incredible. And I was at work uh, actually talking about, um, someone was like, oh, how was the movie? And I was like, oh, it was good. And someone said, oh, which movie was it? And I said, uh, Godzilla. Actually, I was trying to go to see it because, uh, my friends in it and I and I, life happened. I kept missing parts and I kept showing up late and blah, blah. And he was like, which which guy's your friend? And I was like the the head uh, scientist in like the first 15 minutes. And he was like the guy with that awesome death. And I was like, yes, he was like, oh, shit. And then like we put two and two together. I was like, yeah, it's a guy from Stranger Things. And uh, I was cool for a second. So thanks. That, nice. your, your death brought me uh, some real, yeah, some real some credit. Points around the old uh, orifice. Part of adulthood is having to do things that you don't really want to do, like red-eye flights, working late, mother-in-laws, and getting life insurance. But another part of adulthood is learning to delegate what you hate. 
And while you can't delegate a visit to mother in laws, I mean, this it does say in laws. Uh, you can definitely delegate life insurance shopping. Okay, so it's time to get a motivated. I'm talking about Policy Genius. It's the easy way to shop for life insurance online in just two minutes. You compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. No sales pressure, no hidden fees, just financial protection and peace of mind. And Policy Genius doesn't make life insurance, doesn't just make life insurance easy. <laughs> I was like, oh. It doesn't make twist. Jake Gyllenhaal is the bad guy. Here's a twist. It's going to get a little complicated. uh, And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. So if you need life insurance, but you don't just want to deal with all the legwork, head to policygenius.com. It's the easy way to compare all the top insurers and find the best value for you. Policy Genius. Delegate what you hate, especially if you hate getting life insurance. Uh, speaking of death, uh, Joyce eats lasagna and peas. Maybe she's the killer. What does that mean? You didn't see that scene? Yeah, I saw that scene. Why does that mean she's a killer? Lasagna and peas? That's what I thought right off the bat. I was like, I they, they haven't introduced monsters or anything, but I'll tell you who's the killer. <laughs> Joyce. I mean, I'm cool with lasagna, but lasagna and peas paired together is a real, real. What do you like, think of peas on their own? Peas stink. Yeah, peas. Oof, no, no. Ooh, I what? think I think lasagna and peas was uh, it was all about just uh, how uh, lonely and sad she yeah, was. Exactly. Well, mission lasagna and peas is like a lonely and sad meal. It's not like an evil meal. Mm, mission accomplished. Well, if you're lonely. Only and sad enough. You never know what you might could, happen. Yeah, murder could happen. Uh, speaking of lonely and sad, as we check in on characters, shouts out our guy Hopper looking, and this is it, this is a compliment, looking like absolute shit this season. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. That was that was one of my favorite things, other than how Randy looked and his get up, just how they made he had just totally given up was looked and clearly felt awful i was in love the first two episodes yeah i have and i have no idea how he was able to do that coming off of like hellboy because like he had some extreme workout regimen for hellboy i'm just like do you just like sit at home and eat donuts all day is this how you get ready to to play uh fat rambo and I mean, coming in hot, <laughs> coming in hot too, on uh, on like smoking cigarettes in bed with ash all over him, yeah. just laying completely flat is that is a real real mood. Uh, amazing. Uh, they also had I, I did, this is just one of my notes. Uh, conference table full of laughing fat guys. They really cared about having people look bad in this season. Everyone but Randy looked bad, I would say, in in this season like you've got Steve in the the get up at at, at work and uh yeah, poor poor Steve going from poor poor Steve going from like the cool kid right. always looking well he's the uh, peaked in high school. Great. Yeah, and then now he 2 years later he's wearing a sailor outfit for the entire yeah. season. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, shouts out to uh, our costume designer, our hair and makeup people for uh, really going hard this season. <laughs> I uh, I had a question as to why n- more people in Hawkins don't kill each other. Just because you have the monster to blame it on. You're the easiest out. Oh, it's yeah. It's basically like an ongoing purge for 
days at a time where you can literally just murder anybody that pisses you off. And from what we've been watching through the entire season, a lot of people pissing each other off. Just kill him and blame it on the big ass monster. Yeah, really. I'd just be like, he was possessed by a monster. I had to. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like that is the easiest out. Uh, I I think that the, one of the bigger steps forward for a character this season was um, Erica. I want to do a quick little timeout. Give shouts out to me. I never know any character's name in anything. My friend gave me a tip to start watching with subtitles, and then it says the name so often that you remember everybody. Uh, Erica was incredible this season. Lucas's little sister. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst twist maybe in uh, television history was the reveal that she's a nerd. Like right off the, she calls everybody nerd and like within five seconds, you're like, you seem to know a lot about everything. It <laughs> seems like, uh, it seems like you're a nerd. I remember when we talked about season two, you said that the, the actress who plays her is like the greatest, right? Yeah. She's awesome. She moved from, um, I think co-star to series regular. She's definitely a series oh, okay. regular this season. I don't know if she was co-star or guest star last season. I will say there's been a lot of kids in this series. None of them have aged more rapidly than Erica because I feel like in season two, she mm. was four years old and now she's 10 years old and like a, a little boss. She was always a little boss, but now she looks like five years older. Uh, yeah. The, um, uh, the DP was posting some pictures on Instagram of all the kids at the season one table read. And oh my God, were they little babies? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they were like legitimate babies. And now uh, Finn is five foot ten. He's as tall as I am. Wow. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's bananas. You. Uh, you mentioned Finn. I was most worried about how he was going to look because I mean he 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 looked like he was one year old in the first season because he was one year old. And uh, even seeing the red carpet thing, which we'll talk about. Uh, and seeing him in movies and stuff, he looks like he's a teenager who's trying to look like Matt Healy from the 1975. So he looks like just a, a totally different person. And I was like, man, how are they going to make him still look like Mike? And he looked ex- he didn't look like he'd aged a day. Like the Stranger Things people are beating puberty. Like the, the <laughs> not, not the actors, the I don't know, the makeup people or whatever. They're making like like this kid has grown into a young adult, and he still looked like he was five years old. Yeah, yeah, no, they do a great job of uh, uh, definitely keeping them uh, looking young. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, Lucas has got like muc- muscles now. Like Caleb, the actor who plays Lucas, has like muscles, and I'm just like. Okay, now he's like he's like legit muscular. He's a and person. This, and there was a scene where he was just repeatedly swinging an axe like that. Oh that yeah, probably weighs twenty five pounds, and he was yeah. just going at it. And I was like, all right, this kid could is like a Dungeon and Dragons nerd, and he's just out here strong arming an axe and, and beating the crap out of this uh, this monster. So uh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, so- Speaking you gotta of, move on sometimes. Yeah. You gotta move on from D&D to actually fighting monsters. Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's kid is on the show. Is that who plays Will? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We were, uh, we, we were freaking out about how much uh, she, the girl who plays Robin is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's kid. And uh, I was watching it and I thought 
that she like looked a little bit like Lucy Boynton and then like whatever, who cares? Maybe it's like her little sister or something. And then they showed a scene with her walking with Steve. And I don't know how tall uh, Steve is IRL, but she was way taller than him. And I was like, oh, she's hella tall. Yo, maybe she's related to Uma Thurman, actually. And then looked it up and I texted you. And I was like, yo, like I reverse engineered that that person is related to Uma Thurman. And you were like, yo, want to see a trick? Close your eyes. She sounds exactly like Uma. And it freaked me out the rest of the way. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. At the table read, like every time she spoke, I was like, oh, my God. Like she's she has her mother's vocal cords. <laughs> that, so weird. She looks so much like her mother that now I think every kid, every person who doesn't look just like one of their parents, like there's fun, funny business happened because <laughs> she is proof that clearly you can look exactly like your parents. I didn't really make the connection at all. Like I really the only reason I knew that was because everybody was freaking out about it and talking about like Ooh, Uma Thurman's and Ethan Hawke's daughter is stealing the show in Stranger Things season mm-hmm. three. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They did cast her. And then there's the big new character. So that's like I, I didn't make the connection right off the bat that it was the spawn of those two. Uh, speaking of actors and actresses on the show, check this out, Randy. Kara uh, Buono. Is that her last one? Buono. Buono. Uh, she is like 15 different actresses to me. Uh, she plays Mrs. Wheeler on Stranger Things, and yeah. she's also Kelly Moltisanti. And I've seen her in a million different other things. And I'm realizing now I've got like this issue where if I find out a character, an actor plays multiple different people, I think they're multiple different people. I was like, did, did you know when you met her when she came on the show? You're like, oh, that's Kelly Moltisanti. No, I didn't. I didn't know at all. Um, uh, I recognized her from Mad Men. She's also in Mad Men. She's yeah, three she's, different actresses. She's the psychologist that uh, uh, is like working on some sort of like product thing with the uh, with the ad agency. Yeah, and she, she sleeps with Don, right? Who doesn't? I know that dog. Me, unfortunately, yeah. Poor Pete. Uh, yeah, Pete, your, you your arc on Mad Men was uh, woefully inadequate, Pete. I'm sorry. My arc on Stranger Things was woefully inadequate too. I was had the Blackburn Farms, and then they just crossed me out halfway through the season. That was very upsetting. Oh yeah, uh, you get mad when people ask you for roles on Twitter, and uh, I was thinking, I, I don't we, get mad, Deej. <laughs> what do you get? I try to tell them how the world works. <laughs> sounds like well, sounds like a cop out, right? You're. You. You're 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 over thirty and not just letting the kids do whatever they want. That is that is by definition online now mad. <laughs> <laughs> you're... Uh, yeah, uh, I just try to explain that actors on TV shows uh, don't have any say in the casting of those TV shows. Ah, okay. Like, like if I was like, if I was like in charge of casting on Stranger Things, you think I'd give myself a bigger part? <laughs> yeah or not just tweet out like all right folks who wants it and then yeah. just give it to somebody who asks for it well i was uh, gonna say i want some kid from argentina to have a uh, <laughs> role as a series regular on stranger things well i know you don't like when people ask you on twitter for roles but you didn't say anything about asking for roles on podcasts so yeah. uh i would say like i legitimately think i i could have played like the guy in the convenience store when they go in 
and they, he says, y'all going to pay for those? He's got stupid hair like me. And then he asks Hopper if he's a bounty hunter, hunter. And that's it. I just botched my line. And then the Russian guy comes in and beats him up. All yeah. of those things could... Th- th- I could see myself doing all all four of those things. Working yeah, at a convenience think, store. Yeah, you'd be a great cashier. Um, mm-hmm. Pete could have played Alexi. Pete, can you uh, speak oh, Russian? I could easily play one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, no, Pete's a kid, man. <laughs> he was just easily gla- glazed over. You need a muscular kid. <laughs> get get him right. in Lucas. There we go. It, it, there we go. The, the side scene of explaining how Lucas got so jacked. It's me just giving him my plan. Pete can be Lucas's uh, new friend who's tearing the group apart because Lucas <laughs> is hanging out with this kid lifting weights at age yeah. nine instead yeah. of playing Dungeons and Dragons with Will, which in the latest installment of... DJ asks, does Will need to die? Will, no one wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. If you gotta ask ten times, what what do you what is the is the answer going to be different the tenth time, dude? <laughs> it doesn't matter oh, if you put on the road, dude. Nobody still wants to play. And then at the end, when uh, they're when Mike's like, yo, why are you donating your dust Dungeons and Dragons? Will's like, Oh, I, I wouldn't want to play with anybody else. And I wanted so badly for him to be like, oh, don't you fucking dare ask me why am I donating my Dungeons and Dragons after you the last two days have wanted to save your girlfriend and save the world when I have been throwing myself at you with Dungeons and Dragons. Fuck out of here, Mike. I know. Some people just want to save the world. And it's like, come on, guys. Can you not Although, just play Dungeons and Dragons? I, I do, do you, love... Do you, guys, uh, do you guys remember that from your childhood, though? Like, um... Like always, outgrowing, outgrowing your friend who like always, still wanted to like play. I never had a friend. Right. Yeah. It couldn't be me. Oh, Pete, nope. Pete didn't outgrow and I didn't have friends. So uh, <laughs> I had, <laughs> I had like a there. super nerdy friend who like in high school was like still like um, doing like really nerdy, like sort of kid stuff and was like, just like super into it. And it was like, you know, almost to the point where he would like come to school, like, you know, dressed like a wizard. It was like, I mean, Will's not too far off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good thing he moved out of town because he gets a fresh start. Uh, But Will Will the Wise, Will the Wise's wizard outfit was definitely a look. Yes. So Uh, I added to the look, added to the list of everybody looked bad except for, uh, except for Mr. Clark and Scott, as it were, which I didn't, um, did they reveal that to be your name prior to the season? Yeah, I say it in season one when um, uh, I'm with Hopper in the woods and we're we're in the search party looking for Will. Oh. Um, when I introduce myself to him, I introduce myself as Scott Clark. He is. I loved when he was angrily talking about you. That was a cool scene yes. where Hopper's. Like, I was hoping he Hopper didn't, would kick your ass. He didn't honestly. make fun right. of you or anything, but just he had that tone where he had that shit talking tone where he was like, "Oh yeah, so you gotta you gotta hang out with fucking Scott Clark." I was like, <laughs> "Oh man." What a bird. He didn't even say anything bad about you, but man. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, we talked about uh, in previous Stranger Things episodes that Will is just gets like the, the biggest shit end of the stick in, in the first two seasons where he's just constantly if they just killed him. Haunted. It would all end. <laughs> it would be over. But I mean, in this season, he got the shittest end of the stick without actually getting like fucked up by a monster. Yeah, they, yeah just made him a loser. they just made him a big time loser. <laughs> he didn't get stuck in another universe or possessed by a creature from another universe. But he, his friends just didn't want to play with him anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. isn't that isn't that a commentary on life? Just sometimes, sometimes you being a lot, being here and being alive, and, and that is the worst of the, of all of them. 
That is that is just as bad as anything else. Don't would, you forget it. I would honestly rather be stuck in the upside down than have like wanting to play Dungeons and Dragons and having nobody yeah. nobody want to while they all make out around you and you're just sitting there. We don't know what they were doing in the upside. Maybe Will was like hot shit in yeah, the upside he, he down. He could have been like the cool dude. Like he he's the uh, he's the foreign exchange student. Yes, he comes in and the Demogorgon's like, oh shit, Will's here. It's a, it's, a <laughs> it's like oh check it. That's a cool accent. Is that who Where I are you think from? It is? right is that who i think it is fucking well is in the house yes and then he comes back and they're he's like yo we having a good time or what and they're like no because you're here will we don't like the scene where my mike holds will by the face it may have been cut out and says will nobody here likes you or wants to play dungeons and dragons we're all making out kiss someone you freak and, that uh, was that was a, t- the, a touching uh, scene, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Will making up the hairs on the back of his neck to be like, "Hey guys, I got something to say." And yeah, he just keeps touching the back of his neck so he uh, he can get some attention. Wow, wow, you guys are haters. <laughs> I love that. I love that this uh, this interview has turned into uh, an unfiltered conversation from Pete and I about Stranger Things, where you totally can't participate <laughs> or say anything. We're, we'll just keep reminding people throughout this that you're still on the yes. line. Hey, Wilkins a real piece of shit, huh, Randy? <laughs> I remember the first time we said that uh, Will needs to die. We were like, "Is that okay?" That we like, do you think that? Do you think that he'll hang up on us if we say that? And now we're starting with complaints <laughs> and leading right into some juicy. What a freak you are, Will. Talk just. Uh, just beautiful. Well, we've got a segment segment called uh, Questions for Mr. Clark. You ready to play, Randy? Yeah, is there like some intro music? Yes. Can you hear it? Wow, that was a good one. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Father Thank John Mystic. Yeah, fucking Stranger uh, Things isn't the only thing that can just insert music and yeah. be cool. We got money, dollar bills, <laughs> boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, we question- haven't lost a sponsorship in like Four days, so yeah. wow. we are rolling in that music. Congratulations, guys! Uh, Joy, uh, <laughs> huh? I, that was recently called that by by some higher ups. Uh, that the, other company. These are the same. These are the we said. These are the same ones who did that <laughs> awkward <laughs> thing. Yeah, we got a, We got uh, a. Uh, maybe we may have gotten another complaint, and uh, it was referred to as. Are these the other hosts from that other awkward ad? Yes. Yes, it sure is. Our plan basically is uh, we were told not to talk about this or put it on Twitter or anything. So (laughs) we are going to talk about it when the ads aren't playing. So when we send the episode to them and say, hey, here's where the ads are. They don't hear us saying anything bad. Boop goes through. Checks clear. All good. But. In the other times, we'll be talking. We'll be like, "Hey, so I was listening to Follow John Missy. They complained again. It was the care. This this was it was this specific ad and blah, blah blah and just sneak it in. And it's like a subliminal thing. That's scientific. Yeah, totally. Pretty good stuff. Okay, so let's get into uh, questions for Mister Clark, sponsored by Brunch. Uh, number one: When all the electricity went out in the beginning, why didn't Mister Clark take advantage of the fact that nobody remembered the Beatles? Uh. Mr. Clark is not a scumbag. <laughs> Do you think that uh, the Jack Malik is a scumbag? Yeah. Come on. That's a scummy thing to do. It absolutely was. 
Yeah, he's just reminding the world of the Beatles. And uh, by not telling them it's the Beatles. <laughs> also, yeah. like, oh, this is my music. And letting letting the world that doesn't remember the Beatles remember the Beatles. Another funny thing I, I realized about that movie recently, uh, it's a musical movie with Lily James in it. And the music in it is bad, and they don't have Lily James sing at all. Yeah, I'm all like, she does yo, is do like one background singing scene, and you can barely even hear her. I'm like, I was thinking about that later I'm too. Like, I was I, like, she didn't sing in that movie. She cannot. She's a dead ringer for Anietta, and you're not <laughs> having her sing like anything. Come on. Uh, yeah. Another question for Mr. Clark. Uh, since you're able to solve a lot of the problems in Hawkins, please explain to me, or please explain to the to whoever submitted this question uh why why billy's car didn't work when he went into the warehouse and then he sprinted out of that abandoned warehouse and his car magically worked Ooh. uh the creature um went in and took out the starter so that he'd be stuck there and then put it back in so they could get away that's pretty cool so, similar to what he did to the car in the mall so I was legit. I was saying, are you being serious? Because I thought that Billy took the starter out. I thought that Billy took the starter out, but would it have been the creature that did that? It well, he was possessed by the creature. So yeah, okay, so they're all the, the same. Hey, yeah. uh, speaking of which, I'm going to interrupt this segment for a quick little uh, jokes for Mr. Clark. What's Billy's favorite sandwich? I don't know. What is it? A filet of fish. <laughs> Hey! Oh, yeah, Will <laughs> in the house. Um, I got one question. What's uh, what does Daker Montgomery call the upside down? What the down under? Ah, oh, yes, that's pretty good. I like that. He's a lot. Australian. He's from uh, Australia. Here's here's a new question for Mr. Clark. Uh, why doesn't Mr. Clark smoke cigarettes on the show before the band takes place? Smoke them if you got them. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Clark is a healthy boy. Mm. but man oh people got mad i i tweet i tweeted out a still of hopper in bed with that that thing we were talking about hopper in bed on the pillow smoking ashes everywhere and i said uh if they take away hopper's cigarettes they're losing a viewer and like two people respond one person responded welp and another person responded yeah you're gonna not want to uh read the responses to this one Oh and then God. literally it got like 44 likes, zero retweets, and no other responses. And I was like, <laughs> you idiots. You thought that this would be any different from my tweets? You dummies. Marts, like, cele- like People who are upset that they're taking the cigarettes away, they're not saying like, oh, no, but we like cigarettes and think cigarettes are good right. for people. It's a show set in the 80s. Right. And like, we going to act like guys didn't smoke cigarettes back then? Right. I know. It's it's ridiculous. And also, like, you know, the self-destructive nature of Hopper. Right. You, yeah, I mean, that fits his character. That is, like, the, the 18th least healthiest thing that that guy does. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, do you have any uh, questions for Mr. Clark? I got one more. Uh, I do not have any. Uh, this is the big one. Uh, what was it like uh, filming the post credit scene, you American guy, you? Are you really going to do that? <laughs> Yo, you've spoken four words on this. This We are interviewing the hell out of you right now, and we're getting nothing. <laughs> Sometimes silence says a lot more than any words could. Yeah. So, so. shut. So, you know what? We're not saying that it's. Watch your mouth. But 
it's confirmed. You're saying you're saying a lot of things, and some of them are two so things. Good. Two things that have been confirmed in this episode: that Will is an absolute degenerate garbage human, and <laughs> degenerate loser, <laughs> degenerate loser, terminal and, loser, and Randy is confirmed the American. Yes. Uh, yeah, there are a ton of people online who are like, "It's definitely Mr. Clark behind that door," and I'm like, "What? Do people if you think that?" I mean, I guess I think, you know, people on the Internet, they're like, I've got a crazy theory. This must be the case. It's because he's so smart that the Russians were like, he can open the gate. And I'm like, "Ooh, they open the gate without him. You think they need him to open the gate? Come on, guys. Yo, they don't got Alexi anymore. Yeah, You think they're going to be like running around and going like, let's find that middle school teacher. (laughs) Rest in peace. Alexi, just an an all time character. The the Alexi. uh, Hold on. I'm going to get this to show that I know every character's name. The Alexi Murray yep. relationship is adorable. It was yeah. I was if I had Hashtag to root for a, uh, there's so many like Stranger Things spinoffs that I could root for at this point in time, it's, just because I love the relationships between characters. Like I could for sure go for a Steve Dustin hmm. uh, and Robin spinoff. That'd be amazing. Uh, I could go for a Murray and Alexi spinoff for sure. Uh, there's just so many of them, and and. I was devastated with uh, Alexi's fate because it was so, so well done. Right. And they, the way they set it up with the balloons. Yeah. The, the initial fake out. I don't know if it's technically a red herring where he does hit all the balloons and nothing bad happens to him. And you're like, Ooh, thank God. And like the, and the death scene is so, so quick. And just like in passing, it was, that's yeah. so much more devastating. We're big fans of, uh, real, not drawn out deaths. Yeah. Which is why the uh, the man. I think I finally lost. I don't know what the the Russian uh, soldier is named. I don't oh, think he yeah. has one. Ooh, he's just like the Terminator Two guy, right? Jean Claude yeah. Van Russian. Is that? I think they were probably going for that. They were like, let's just get Russian Terminator Two guy. But he did. Uh, well, like, I he kept... guy, oh, I think he's, it was more like original Terminator. He's like Arnold. Because oh. Mayor Klein calls him Arnold Schwarzenegger at one point. That's right. Uh, Mayor Klein shouts out uh, Jerry from Liar Liar. Oh, yeah. And uh, Dr. What's his name? Dr. Whatever from uh, Saw. Dr. Gordon. Oh, yeah, God, yeah Dr. those Gordon. are definitely the things he's best known for, DJ, who's never seen The Fucking Princess Bride. Oh, I actually, I no, actually, I legitimately I, fucking haven't. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. well, that was guys, not a. Yeah. Well, Couldn't well. be. A, were you, we are not. Star Wars guy. Like Steve Harrington, not a Star Wars guy. <laughs> when he said, when he did that at the end, I was dying. I was like, yo, this is me. Star Wars? A New Hope? Uh, a what? And then what do you say? The, the one with the, the, the one with the cats. The one, the one, oh, the one with the teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, the one with the teddy bears. And it goes, where? <laughs> <laughs> he killed that. So good. Um, but you, uh, P was talking about uh, Murray and Alexi. And wanting spinoffs, I think that what the the Duffer Bros and correct me if I'm wrong have done so well as the show has gone on is they've really pulled an entourage or for hockey fans, Claude Julian, and made a lot of things about like breaking people off into twos, pairing people together. Second season, yeah. obviously, he paired Eleven with Hopper. This season, he pairs Joyce with Hopper. He pairs Murray with Alexi. He's got uh, Steve and Robin. Dustin's with Erica. 
just I'm putting on a fucking I mean, tour de force with the names right yeah. now, by the way. I mean, Dustin spent the entire season away from the rest of the group of kids, and <laughs> you didn't you didn't like miss him with that group once. Crazy. I didn't. Crazy. Yeah, no, he's scoop troop for life now. He's scoop oh, yeah. troop for life. Um so I, I think really the, just the thing is like Randy needs to be paired or uh, Mr. Clark needs to be paired. Well, I mean, why don't you give Joyce a non-problematic boyfriend? Come that's, on, what guys. I was oh! gonna say. that's what I was just going to say. Now that Hopper is out of the picture, uh, she spent some time with Mr. Clark, but then she also immediately pissed off Harper, too. Then, but then she also hung out with you for five seconds and immediately moved out of town. So what does that <laughs> say about you? Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Mr. Clark can't keep him around, I guess. Yo, I feel like Mr. Clark would crush a a, uh, a long distance girlfriend, though. Ooh, yeah, they get together on the ham radio. Yeah, they they wouldn't have to see each other a lot, so not a lot of reasons to break up. Uh, you, you need to find an adult Susie. That's right. Sing never in the the never ending story together. What did you guys think of that sequence? Yeah, That's my I favorite was, sequence of the season. I was so fucking hyped. I I when they started singing, I was like, that was so well no, none of the kids are gonna get this. But boy, like never ending story was a lot of our childhoods. That was amazing. And Dustin, man, don't don't listen to the haters. Like fuck Max and Lucas. <laughs> Randy, you're silent again. Randy's like sucks. <laughs> Is Will producing over there? That fucking loser. <laughs> Uh, uh, we got bonus listener questions for Randy. Oh yes, yeah, we've got we got listener questions that were written in. Uh, Jeff asks, wonder if that's our Jeff. Uh, what's your favorite mall food court food? Um, I funny true story. So the mall that they shot at, <clears throat> I used to date a girl that worked at the uh, Cinnabon there. Ooh. Was it Uma? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Uh, I am not Maya Hawks. Family father. business. Family um, business. And the best thing about dating a girl that works at Cinnabon is that she always smells like Cinnabon. Ooh, that does seem like a very like it gets drink. it's it's like it gets like baked into your skin. Hell yeah, like Will's problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's always touching his yeah. skin. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, your girlfriend is like touching the back of her neck and she's like, fuck, I smell like Cinnabon. Again. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, though, she gets sense whenever a Cinnabon is near. Yes. I, th- I think it's just that it's uh, the smell of cinnamon. It goes such a long way. If you ever if you ever want to quickly make your home smell good, turn on the oven, throw some cinnamon in there and your home will smell amazing in like one second. Pretty crazy. Well, that's tips to keep a home. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Thanks, this, Jeff, for that question. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, this next one uh, is from Jeff. What's your favorite Weird Al song? Uh, um, it is uh, Yoda. I don't know if I know that. It's done to the tune of Lola. Oh, nice. Um, and it is the, it's from Luke Skywalker's perspective. Um, and he's just singing, is. he's singing about, uh, singing about Yoda. Is that the one with the teddy bears? Is that's, uh, that's the, the guy from Liar Liars in that one? <laughs> the mayor? Wow. He's also Dr. Gordon in Saw. Did we hit that yet? Uh, yeah. Jeff asks, who's the most famous person in your cell phone? In my cell phone? Um, I don't know. 
probably David Harbour. Ah, that's awesome. He seems like uh, the best. Right. I was. He is, he is literally the best person I've ever met. I remember after it's pretty it, insulting because after we've literally right. both met, met you. Right. You've so. you've hung. Who's the you guys are tied for a second. Met? Who's the worst person you've ever met? Is it Will? Because he seems like a piece of shit. <laughs> seems like a maybe. No, maybe he's a good actor. And because imagine being able to play that much of a loser. <laughs> he must. Noah is the maybe. young man's name, right? Is he method acting? Hmm. Randy's glitching out. Randy, uh, Randy's uh, what's it called? Uh, what's Spider Man Two? He's. Uh, what cheater uh, oh, tingle? What's it called? Where it go? You just go away, which seems awesome, by the way. You just disappear. Visible? Yeah, the 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 uh, they said that somebody was blanked. It's when they just disappear. You saw Spider Man? Oh no! You mean the Avengers? Nah, dude. Yo, how am I the biggest nerd here? I'm fucking <laughs> Erica right now. Uh, where in Spider Man Two, the one that just came out, um, they people just <laughs> they snapped. People or, uh, disappear, right? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, the snap. They, no, they say like the, the blip. Oh, is yeah, it, the blip. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, yeah. Well, Randy blipped again. Uh, let's see if this will get him back. Uh, what does Brett Gelman smell like? This one's from Jeff. Uh, he smells like oak <laughs> and uh, um, a very expensive cologne. Ooh, I could see him having an expensive cologne. Yeah, it's it's either like one end of the spectrum or it's totally other. like it's either he smells like wet paper towels <laughs> or he smells like really or he smells cologne. like Cinnabon. <laughs> it is there is no in between. Uh, Jeff asks roller coasters. Yeah, your nay. Oh, I know the answer to this. I think Ab- absolute nay. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate roller coasters um i used to really love them and then i went to uh six flags a couple of years ago and i got too high Ooh, Ooh like too high and on roller coaster or who too too high on drugs no 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 we were i was i was hitting a, a vape and mm. uh don't mm. don't do that before you uh before you go on a roller coaster. well i mean oh, you yeah, want to take away your cigarettes but Ooh. i guess we're, gonna, we're just gonna vape right because we're gonna have to make them jazz cigarettes <laughs> uh yeah guys marijuana is good for you that would be awesome if we we hey uh, nerds uh, that w- would be fucking hilarious. work in some smoke when the garage uh, door opens say, if all the smoke comes I out. I was gonna say earlier in the episode the only way that intro could have been cooler is if you had like a smoke machine, fog machine, your, in, yeah, in your, in your garage, like and that would have fit so well in that scene too. Or, but I was gonna say I think it'd be hilarious if they if Netflix caved mm-hmm. to uh, taking away the cigarettes. And they just replaced him in every scene with weeds. Yeah, <laughs> there's smoking. Imagine smoking it, the, joints in every every scene. The garage door comes up, and you see smokes coming up. And then when it finally goes to the face, it's you just token and coughing, getting the thing where your voice gets really deep. And then you do like a kawaii, like Miss Byers. What's up, Miss Byers? There was a, there was a very high scene in uh, in. Stranger Things season three. I yeah. want some of those Russian drugs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Except for the barfing part. Well, I mean, they were still high after barfing. So those were, were high quality drugs. I, know, I was wondering, I was like, are they suggesting that once they stop barfing, they won't be high anymore? Because unfortunately, <laughs> that is not how it works, kids. <laughs> we need Mr. Clark here to point out, like, okay, viewers, they're still high. Yeah. 
Uh, last question uh, from Jeff is Jeff question mark. Yes. That's a hard yes. That was a no brainer. No, oh, yeah. that's all caps. Yes. Uh, here's a question for me. Uh, you're an entertainment reporter for the Stranger Things premiere. Uh, why don't you do your fucking job and get the scoop on who Josh Tillman would have played in season two? That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, hey, here's the thing. He was probably just asked to audition for the show. He was. He was. And he, he like, said I don't think no. he, I don't think he was like straight up given an offer to be in the show. Correct. He was asked to audition um, and he said no. And because he didn't want that notoriety, then went out in an interview and volunteered that he was yeah. asked to audition for Strange Things. Yeah. And then he did that uh, shitty movie. Ooh, Hotel Armas? Not that bad. No, not terrible. Hmm. I mean, Hotel, he. Hotel Fartimus. Oh, that's right. You had that good joke. And I know why you don't like it. It's because prior to Godzilla 2, he had the coolest. Oh, shit. It's blank. Oh, wait. Now he's dead? Yeah. <laughs> scene. Yeah. And then you just destroyed that and blew it out of the water. Yeah, so you're I, being. I, you're being like Team USA Soccer and just kind of dancing on the grave of the person that you beat. I was sipping tea. Ooh. There you go. Uh, she could have also been smoking weed. I don't know why people let that go so quickly. Who? Alex you know Morgan. Who, you, oh. know who, you know, see, DJ, you got a bad take there. You know how I know that's a bad take? Why is that? Because Piers Morgan said the same thing. Oh, oh Piers, I, Piers Morgan's soccer takes the last few weeks have ruled. Like 100% <laughs> just Aaron, also in just, the worst takes. It's, it, they're so bad that that like not even his own fan base are like, yeah, I got him. They're right. like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, there might not be a more hated person in the world that like 100% across but I was the like, board this, than Piers Morgan. This is why I go to Twitter, though. Just like bad, dumb <laughs> shit and outrage. Piers Morgan is give, is delivering me all of this right now. Dumb yeah, he's, he's really the king. Oh, man. Uh, you you want to talk about Midsommar? Midsummer? You yeah. Saw uh, have you guys not seen it? I have not seen it. Do I not, have. Do I have not Wikipedia. Do any serious spoilers, but let's do. Uh, let's do. Uh, Randy explains. Oh, we forgot. We didn't spoil anything. Uh, Hopper dies at the end. We we for sure like we we subtly just want to make sure. Just want to yeah, make that's sure a, that, that's a huge one. I'll say. Um, I don't know how you you feel. I mean, he's a friend. Uh, he better be dead. He better yeah. be dead. And Pete uh, made the point of that would be a great place to uh, stop the show. My thing is, I did like a, I stood up and clapped, bravo, when they killed him off, because that is a mark of a great show that says, we are going to, we are going to spend a season showing you exactly how great this character can be. Then we're going to kill him off and, and we're like, going to keep like going. Building up a relationship that totally never actually got there. This is one of, this was one of those things where in hindsight, you should say like, man, I should have said they were going to kill off hopper at the end of this like they gave you everything that you wanted with hopper especially at the end with the when, letter and everything with, but i the the point that i knew that it might be a possibility is when he said bye to mike when like he stopped mike when mike was watching away walking uh, away and he was like take care of her oh or something like that he said something to that i may have been i may have been snacking during that part <laughs> yeah uh so he he before going down into that Russian Russian basement, he uh, had a parting words for Mike. Mm. I mean, I, I I hope that 
I hope that they don't pull any funny business. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing that with like The Walking Dead, where it's like, if you keep doing that shit, no one's gonna take you seriously. Right? Exactly. So I like the boldness of it. Yeah. I mean, Walking Dead really shit the bed when they when they uh, built up Rick's last episode, and then we're like, "Ha ha, he's not dead." Really? Oh, really? I yeah, I not that, that far. I did it with. I, I lost. I jumped off the the boat when they did that with. They uh, did that with Steve Glenn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. What was, do you mean? No, they definitely killed Steve Young. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they yeah, eventually they, they did. They did it like first. five. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that season. That season, they, they kept like teasing. The, the, yeah, the uh, yeah, the bodies. Monster. Yeah, yeah. That was some. I was like, that is some bull. Um. Yeah. No, they teased uh Rick's final episode, and then at the end of the episode, a helicopter comes and picks him up. And oh, flies away, and then immediately after the episode, they announced that there's going to be a trilogy of movies with Rick. They can't that that thing can't stop making money though. So I can't. I can't mean, I, I'm I'm so glad that I'm out on it, yeah. but I'm like, damn man, like just everything. No matter what they do, people, and I'm sure that there are people this very second starting The Walking Dead on Netflix or something, and they're gonna they're gonna get all caught up and excited. They're the Walking Dead is like the Black Album. Like every every year, I don't know if, if there are album sales anymore, but like forever, every year the Black Album would just go platinum. Of like kids who would see Metallica behind the music, and they'd go out and get the Black Album, and it would just never stop. And Metallica would keep getting new fans, no matter how bad they got. I feel like that's the exact same thing that's happening with The Walking Dead. It's probably gotten so awful and sloppy, like Metallica. And people are still getting into it, and they can do these trilogy of movies that will make a bajillion dollars. Oh, Randy! Yeah, back. what? What? Yeah, Randy, what are you? Randy, what are you Randy, on Randy, the Walking Randy, Dead Randy. now? Too? You do? You can talk shit about them? No, oh. I, I, I did just say they shit the bed, so I probably never get cast on that show now. But um, yeah, I mean, back, I mean, back to the final thoughts on on season three. I, I, I thought that epi- that season was fantastic. And I know there's probably going to be. I mean, they've already confirmed that they're doing a fourth, right? No, it has not been confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they had the post credit scene, and that seems to suggest that they're going to do at least one more. Uh, if they do not, I am very okay with the show ending where it ended. Like I thought that that was a very clean, very nice way to sort of bring it all together, and like leave leave things a little bit open ended. I don't disagree with that. I, I would. I just think that if it were as great a show as it has convinced me over these three seasons, I think that it would be able to actually still put out great seasons without Hopper, who rules and is probably most people's favorite character. I agree. Uh, my biggest concern is like the sci-fi stuff, because I think at some point you're, you're going on the edge of sort of writing yourselves in circles with like bringing back the monsters and like having these because now we're we, we've we've got the demogorgons back, back right yeah but like we've gone back to back seasons where it's like been this huge close the gate thing and the gate opens up again so it's just like it's i think that you are risking the the exhaustion of that that storyline i'll i'll say this um uh unlike something like the walking dead which feels like it's it's sort of a retread every season um oh, yeah. uh the Duffer brothers do have a plan hmm. and they, they always have sort of had a, a, a beginning, a middle and an end to their story. So um, I don't think that stranger things is going to be something that wears out. It's welcome. 
Um, I think it's going to be uh, something that has a very definitive ending. Where do you um, think we are in the beginning, middle, or an end at this point in time? Uh, I think we're we're towards the end. I don't I don't think it's over. I I, I think um, we'll definitely see a season four, um, and there's the possibility of a season five. Yeah, my guess was five. My guess was five. five it is goes a good place. It goes, and and that they'll eventually by then they'll have to deal with the the modern family effect of like sorry the cute little kid is 45 now <laughs> like that, that that's how time works now they're they're figuring it out and i i don't know that they haven't they haven't really had a misstep yet so i my guess would be five uh four because it like you said they've laid out that it's coming and five because unless unless i don't know you know the business way better than me randy everybody starts getting way too expensive uh I would think that this is such a profitable thing for everybody that it would be well, worth not it to buy that much music. That's true. That's true. Um, if they get into yeah, the nineties, they're gonna the music's gonna start getting a little worse. Assuming that all the contracts are 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 worked out until the conceivable end, um, because yeah, um, we've got. Uh, you know, this show's made millionaires of, of a lot of people. So um, hopefully everyone. Uh, worst comes to worst, they can just cut Will out of the picture. Right. Wow. Say a few bucks. Yeah. Wow, guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. What wow. Idea. What a loser. Yeah. Or... <laughs> um, yo, uh, but you, you, you did see Midsommar and I Wikipedia it. So I feel like we can have a conversation about it if you, if you want to do that. Yeah, uh, uh, Midsommar is a great uh, feel-good film um, about shedding toxicity and finding your inner queen. Yeah. And um, it's really fun. It's about a party in Sweden. And um, it's like, it's great because, you know, in Sweden, I guess during the summer, there's no nighttime. So it's just all bright and sunny and um, it's just gorgeous. And you, you really feel good at the end of the film. So here's my thing. I Wikipedia it and it says it's about a woman who goes to another country and a bunch of weird stuff happens with the old people and kind of sounds a little my big fat Greek wedding to me. I was going to ask, is this the uh, is Midsummer the, the sequel to mid 90s? Yeah, I think. Oh. Nice. But it's it's is it in Sweden? Is there is it in Swedish? No, no, it's an American film. Oh, okay. I uh, so it's like Mamma Mia. I did read the uh, the in in reading the Wikipedia thing. The characters' names are like Christian and like Ben, and like there is no there is no Carl in there. There is no Max in there. That is, well, they're 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 Americans going to Sweden. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's but there true. are there are Swedish characters, so there are a couple of uh, Carls and Maxes running around. Okay, let me ask you: uh, Is it that graphic? Because I'll tell you, I read the Wikipedia thing, and there were points at which I was like, "Yo, that could be really, really graphic." You know, what? I'm just gonna pull it up. Uh, don't spoil. It. I don't. Want, I don't want to be ruined. You d- you just brutally I'm spoiled. Stranger Things for everybody yeah. without any warning. Um, I think if you're listening to a brunch episode about Stranger Things and you don't know that it's going to get spoiled, yes. <laughs> you, right? You, you played dumb. yourself. You dumb. Um, so the the bear thing, like, is that a graphic thing to watch? 
No, the that's that part is not even like um, that part's a little bit skipped over. Um, no, there's there's much more graphic things that uh, that happen. Uh, the 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 blood eagle part. How about that? It seems like a lot of the stuff is with animals. I don't know. They do the... stuff to people. With it says, uh, shortly after the ritual, uh, r- the ritual a disoriented blank discovers blank's blank, partially buried, and blank's body ritually dismembered as a blood eagle. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, 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 yes. Um, but even that, I mean, there, there's a there's a, there's a pretty shocking point. Um, uh, probably like well i won't say the first like there are a couple of like just very disturbing images um but uh yeah the blood eagle is not particularly i mean it, it it's it's horrifying but honestly the most horrifying thing happens like for me well there's two so one happens and it's like a very like Oh God, is this about to be this thing? And, and, and it totally is. Uh, is that the face thing? No, that's like a, it's like pre-title sequence. Um, there's oh, like a God. whole like sort of prologue to the film that, um, sort of ends in this horrific way. Um, but then, then there's one, uh, sequence that's sort of like the, pretty much the second sequence in the film that'll make you go like, Oh fuck. Um, and that's pretty, pretty bad um and sort of like a bang bang type like this thing happens and then it immediately followed up by something horrible and then that something horrible even turns into something that's even more horrible um uh as part of like this ritual that this community is doing um i'm in yo i'll tell you you sound like you sound like legitimately i'm not joking you are recounting this as though it traumatized you I, so here's the thing is like they're on drugs through most of the movie. Couldn't be me. Go on. Um, like they're like they're all tripping. And I got like bad trip PTSD um, in a major way. That was probably the, probably the worst part of the film is uh, the girl takes some mushrooms and she's like they don't like they never like go inside her head or like fully explain what like it's going on like you you know what's going on because you've seen sort of like her past trauma but like you can tell that she's like sort of reliving this traumatic event from her life but they're not showing any of her like thoughts or anything it's just like her kind of talking to herself and like just walking around while she's tripping you're you're like going through it not like yeah not what she's experiencing it made me like sick to my stomach uh, to see that because you like, I felt so bad for her. And that was probably oh. the most horrific thing in the film to me was like going like, Oh my God, I wish somebody would just like help her, help her and like be like supportive of her. That seems like a trend throughout the, the Wikipedia. Um, they, no one cares for this girl. No one's worried about this girl or looking out for her. She's got a shitty boyfriend hmm. and he's got shitty friends and the first like the first scene where you see like her shitty boyfriend hanging out with his, his shitty friends is like she's calling him and all of his friends are going like dude don't answer she just being needy <laughs> and it's like oh so this is who you're going to go to sweden and hang out with it's 
awful. Like all these people that she's that are around her are like fucking terrible people. Um, and I think that's like the the worst part about the movie is like going like God, get rid of these fucking assholes. Get these fucking people out of your life. They are bad for you. Oh, I think I'm gonna see it. I'm not. I, I'm <laughs> Hi, serious. Highly yeah. recommend. Highly recommend. Really? Absolutely. Highly recommend this film. Um, it is uh, definitely my top five this year. Is it like a have to see it if you're gonna talk about movies thing? It is. Yes, absolutely. It is. Um, it is so well done. And well, people said the same um, thing about Hereditary, and that didn't end up being like in the in the, the final discussion. Yeah, and plus, I'm never seeing that shit. So Hereditary, I think like. Um, I, where I loved, you know, the whole journey of hereditary and like where it went and everything. Um, but this midsummer is about like, I think it's actually like about something and it's about like dealing with your trauma and, um, uh, like how to deal with your past in like a healthy way. And, 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 um, I, I, I think it's, um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's, it's a bigger story than just like, uh, a horror movie. All right. It, uh, I'll I'll tell you it does without this would be a spoiler for Pete. He Pete this Pete's not seen the movie I'm going to compare it to, but he's heard it. Um its ending reminds me of Would You Rather's ending. Have you heard Would You Rather? Is it Bloodens? Bloodens <laughs> seen, kills everybody? I've seen Would You Rather. Um no. yeah, you've seen Would You Rather? I have, yeah. What'd you think of it? I loved it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's amazing. I saw it um, before I heard your <clears throat> breakdown of it. Pardon me. I need a sip. You got that iced coffee, boy. What, what, what are you putting in there? Cold brew. What you, you got cold a cold brew, baby. You got a cold brew. Uh, what you got uh, in there? You got some some creme. Yep. Sugar. Nope. Oh, not no, no one. No one's fitting into to those shorts when you're pounding sucrose into your body. Am I right? That's right. Uh, Stranger Things was very good about like celebrating fat people because they again they put they made all of <laughs> all of Nancy's coworkers just awful fat old men. So equal opportunity, just a bunch of fat white guys. Well, I mean, they kind of they kind of did celebrate Hopper's fatness. That's no, that's that's I'm saying like legitimately Plus. like it was they weren't just putting like all skinny people and plus very f- reflective of the times we've already gone over the, the we've already gone over the cigarettes thing if mm-hmm. you're going to accurately portray cigarettes in the 80s you have to also put shitty white men in charge of everything uh, yeah that's that's also true uh i thought by the way you said uh that you don't do roller coasters i thought you were going to say you do because remember at the super bowl we did a little video and they wanted us to do it on they had a huge ferris wheel there and one of us said over my dead body and the other one said are you serious and you were asked you were like would you wear would you do it if they gave you a helmet or something and i was like no i'm just not i just i just don't want to do that no that's a ferris wheel dj that's not a roller coaster a Ferris wheel is definitely a roller coaster. A it's Ferris a wheel thing. is not a roller coaster. It's a motorized thing that puts you up super high for no reason. That's a definition of a roller coaster. That's. I thought it would be fun for us to do an interview while we were both scared. Um, I, feel like the, I feel like the last six pop culture things I've watched have had a carnival in them. It's been like uh, Spider-Man had a carnival in it. Rocket Man had a carnival in it. Mm-hmm. Uh 
I watched Euphoria, and that had a carnival in the last epi- episode. Oh, Stranger Things had a fucking carnival in it. Just so many carnivals. Yeah, it's summer ridiculous. It's time to celebrate. Mm. It's true. Um, Hopefully, one of those rides malfunctions and wills on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Love you, Randy. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs>